Hey everybody, welcome back to Downtime, the podcast, episode 6. This week, we are talking about PlayStation 5 and also the riots in Hong Kong. Because, you know, we're a video game podcast and we need to talk about Hong Kong now. Great. I'm Billy Nuttle. I'm Hunter Hannon. How how you doing, Hunter? I'm doing I'm doing swell. That's good. I'm so tired. Uh, actually, same. It's yeah. it's like midterm week. <sighs> play anything recently? Did you um, play any games? <laughs> you know, we got to get past this segment. And I talk did. About the I, news, I guess. I did. Uh, I played Overwatch. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, did you play anything else? Literally uh, anything else? Played Call of Duty a Mobile? little bit. No. Oh, actual Call of Duty. Yeah, actual okay. Black Ops 4 Call nice. of Duty. Nice. It's cool, fun. Cool. I'm trying to think if, if I if I played anything else. <laughs> oh, I, I got to play uh, some Nintendo Labo the other day. Oh, really? How was that? Oh, it was, it was more enjoyable than I thought it would be. There you but go. But at the same time, like, I definitely would not purchase that. Uh, you can look for that segment on episode two of Downtime Season 5, where I forced Hunter to play Nintendo Labo. Yeah, that, that did happen. Yeah, it happened. And you enjoyed it. So, look at that. Um, me, personally, I also played a bit of Overwatch. I finished Batman Arkham City. Ooh. So I'm done with that. Now I'm moving on to Arkham Knight. I re-downloaded that to my PlayStation. I downloaded all the story DLC that I never even played for Arkham City, even though it's like, or Arkham Knight. It's like, I don't know, a mission or two each. Mm. Not too long from what I understand. Uh, so I'm looking forward to getting into that. That'll be fun. Um, I also re-downloaded Apex because they have a new map now, and I'm pretty interested. Uh. And also, like, I'm just waiting for them to add the cross-play feature that we talked about last week yeah. so I can play with my roommate. Yeah. Uh, and that's what we've played. So I guess then it's it's time for news. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we, we started a video game podcast because we're like, video games are fun. We like to play them. They're fun to talk about. They're great, right, Hunter? Uh, yes, until stuff like stuff like this happens. Yeah, okay, so let's... Uh, Hong Kong currently is going through a series of riots and protests from the people uh, because, and I don't know if you realize this, the Chinese government is pretty oppressive, I would yeah. say. Yeah, they... That's what, I, that's what I've heard. <laughs> yeah, they're uh, a pretty, pretty forceful rule, you know. Um, so the riots have been going on, and then this week wasn't or over the weekend right it was very not not that long ago it was not that long ago within a week ago at a hearthstone tournament hearthstone is a digital card game produced by the company blizzard there was a tournament for it and one of the players uh after winning a match blitz chung uh he is a hong kong player in his interview he was wearing a gas mask 
and uh, he he said, I have it on my phone, but my phone is now reloading. I, I see that. That was perfect <laughs> timing. Uh, but he said whatever the current uh, campaigner saying is that the protesters uh, say while they're rioting. Mm. Um, something like liberate Hong Kong, freedom for Hong Kong, something along those lines. Uh, so he said that in his post-game interview. And then on Tuesday, I believe it was Tuesday, if not Monday, uh, Blizzard announced the ruling that he is uh, banned from esports for Hearthstone for a year. He cannot attend official tournaments for one year. Uh, his past winnings are being stripped from him. Uh, and the two announcers that were interviewing him for the segment have also been fired. And they, uh, Blizzard is citing something in the tournament rules, which is you can express your own opinions, um, but as long as, like, <laughs> but you can't express certain opinions yeah. if Blizzard doesn't agree with them, uh, I guess or if not. they, like, don't fit the tone of the thing, uh, then it's bad, and Blizzard will punish you. They don't give a specific punishment in those rules. And internet's not happy. Not at all. <laughs> internet's not reacting well to this. Nope. Um, again, the source that I pulled up on my phone that refuses to open now, <laughs> even though it was open two seconds ago. Thanks, phone. Shout out to you. Really, really in there for me. Uh, one of the other commentators for Hearthstone released a post explaining the situation and his opinions on it. And he said one thing that I really agree with, which is that uh, he doesn't think that it's wrong that Blizzard punished the player for uh, speaking out with political speech in his interview, he thinks that that is well within Blizzard's right, which I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. um, but what he has a problem with and what I have a problem with is the severity of the punishment that they gave to this player. Like, past winnings, hundreds of yeah. thousands of dollars are retroactively slit, uh, just like taken away. The two announcers that had nothing to do with his statement and had no idea he was going to do this have been fired just for being involved with it and unfortunately being assigned to this player. Like, if it was uh, a smaller example of this, if it was like some meme lol, bushed 9-11 joke that someone made, then, yeah, in a way that that's political speech that's also disruptive and a weird poor opinion yeah and you'd probably get suspended for i don't know a month not a year with your past prize money taken away <laughs> it's pretty much like they were trying to like erase him completely off their radar just be like no nope, oh, yeah. not him anymore <laughs> like they are flat out making an example of this player um and let's fill you in a little bit more just because i don't know who exactly the common audience is for this podcast uh me either. <laughs> uh, the reason that Blizzard, the reason people theorize Blizzard is punishing him so hard is because this has to do with uh, the riots going on in China. China has a lot of people in its population, and when it comes to video games, they are a massive video game market. And as previously stated, China is also pretty oppressive. Uh, like, they. 
They have their own internet, basically, that's separate from the internet that the rest of the world uses, and it's a lot of that. So basically, if you're a video game company, you need to have approval from China. Otherwise, your games aren't going to be sold there. They aren't going to be played there. They aren't going to be monetized or advertised there, and it would be a massive market that you're missing out on. And so Blizzard, through punishing this player, they're showing China, hey, we don't agree with what this guy said. We don't agree at all. Uh, Please let us still have your games here. And so people are saying, you are taking uh, your values that you've given as a company, that every voice matters, that um, what people say is important. You're taking these values and you are destroying them and flattening them and silencing this player so that you can still earn money yeah that's the thing the whole how it all goes back to money Mm -hmm. it all goes back to money it just flat out all goes back to money and it's not a fun situation like it's very sad and it's stressful it's this massive thing that's happening that's i still don't understand like the situation like i read like I feel like quite a bit just to like better understand. Cause I was like, wait, what? Mm-hmm. I was like, should I be like not play Overwatch right now? And then I was like, <laughs> uh, I was like, it's really. It seems like it's an executive decision more than like mm-hmm. these lowly developers that just give us a great game to play. Like that's the thing that makes me really feel bad about this. Which is yes, power to the people. Go, uh, Freeman, Hong Kong, all of that. Oh, no, Blizzard's gonna silence me now. Oh shoot. Oh shoot. Oh dang it. Um. But, yeah, like, I'm on the side of it is wrong of Blizzard to do that, but at the same time, I've just been waiting for Overwatch <laughs> to release the Halloween update. Yeah, but, like... Because I want those skins. But, like, now I'm, like, but now it's where's like, my Halloween update? But at the same time, like, where's their freedom? Where's I, that player's right, freedom? Like, right. what? Like, should I play Overwatch? Should I buy loot boxes should and I buy give money on to Switch? that company that silenced someone's rights? I shouldn't. But at the same time, like, the developers of Overwatch had nothing to do with yeah. this decision. And by pulling support from their game specifically, or pulling support from World of Warcraft, other games created by, or produced by Blizzard, like, by pulling support from those games, in a weird way, I'm worried all that's going to do is have Blizzard think, like, oh, this isn't profitable. Let's cut that entirely. And so I'm, I'm like, I don't want to lose Overwatch. Yeah, me either. I'm waiting for, like, more Blizzard employees to speak out about. Like, I want to hear, like, what Jeff Kaplan would mm-hmm. have to say about, like, the stuff that's happening. There are a lot of Blizzard employees. Well, here's the thing. If they speak out, then I'm that's, sure they get yeah, canned by the that's company. That's the other thing. But, like, if enough of them speak out. But, like, like I he also... I know in my heart Jeff Kaplan is sitting somewhere in a room looking at all of these tweets on Twitter and it's like, what did my bosses do, man? What's going on, man? I'm curious to see. I feel like depending on if this like keeps getting bigger and bigger, which it mm-hmm. seems like it might. Um, the timing what, is not opportunity. It's not. Blizzard. It's not. Other than I wonder what they're gonna say at BlizzCon. Mm-hmm. Then if there's some resolution that they're playing. Yeah. In. in less than a month, Blizzard is throwing a massive event with uh, Q and A panels with fans coming. What you guys to don't have phones? <laughs> I saw. I felt so bad for laughing, but uh, I did see a meme that was like, "What you guys don't have rights." <laughs> 
And I was That's like, a oh, real no. inside baseball joke. Yeah. Uh, Blizzard has this massive event. They invite a lot of their fans to it, and it's a big celebration of Blizzard, the company, and all the games they do. And it's in less than a month. And right now, the fans are not happy with Blizzard. Mm-mm. So it'll be interesting to see, like, do they just flat out cancel Q&A portions? What do they scale back on? Are they going to have way less of a focus on Hearthstone? Because there have been all of these rumors of announcing new games, of course. Uh, and hyping up other properties that Blizzard has. Like, currently, Overwatch, we think we're working towards Overwatch 2 as a new game, and Overwatch for the Switch is coming out next Tuesday. So, like, here are all of these massive things that are happening right now where Blizzard needs fan support, and the fans, rightfully so, don't really want to support that bullshit. Yeah, and the most interesting part is that Overwatch is a game about the world needing heroes to yep. save from like the turmoils that happen from oppressive governments mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Flat and out. Yeah. they're about to announce a game that um, we've speculated is going to be more story based, mm-hmm. talking more about those issues. Mm-hmm. And how are you going to announce a game like that right after you supported an oppressive government? <laughs> uh. uh. Something wonderful that is happening, though, some of the fans took the May cinematic from Overwatch. Uh, May, for those of you who don't know, is a Chinese scientist character. Uh, she has, like, an ice gun. She was in a winter research lab and then was cryogenically frozen for too long. Um, some fun backstory for you. They had an animated short for her. Fans have re-edited that short to make May a supporter of the Hong Kong riots and protests. Uh, and it, over the course of one day, was blowing she up on She is Reddit. like a symbol for them now, like she's, an actual symbol. Yeah, she is becoming a full-on symbol for the Hong Kong riots and protests. And, and she's I not think, real. That's amazing. Yeah, I think that amazing. <laughs> amazing. Huh? I didn't even think about that. I think that that's wonderful. I think that's a great way to like power to the people kind of stuff. I, in my heart, I hope the Overwatch development team sees that and they're like, okay, good. Thank God. Like, yeah, <laughs> they're like at least we have some good mm-hmm. happening <laughs> on oh, our man. on our part. So like it's just this massive thing uh tied pretty strongly to a game that both of us love and enjoy. And like I haven't wanted to pick up Overwatch cuz I look at it and I just feel sad and guilty now. Yeah, I played like one match and like I I honestly didn't even think about it at first, mm-hmm. but then I looked at Twitter again and I was like uh, oh no. What if, what if I play Overwatch, but I insta-lock May? What if I yeah, only play as May? Is yeah. That... No limits, everyone picks May. Oh my god, that would be incredible. If we could, <laughs> if we could rally the entire fan base of Overwatch to go into custom matches and only play May. Yeah. That would be insane, man. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, they probably would be able to see, like, all of a sudden a spike mm-hmm. of how many people are picking May. They'd be yeah. like, oh. Oh, they'd see that. They'd realize that. Uh, it, it'd be a really weird form of New Age protest, I think. I kind of want to actually That's, post yeah. on Reddit that idea. Whatever. <laughs> uh, we'll talk about that later. Only pick May. Uh, so yeah, that's the reason why two college video game loving students are talking about the Hong Kong riots. Uh, is because the executives at Blizzard messed up horribly. Yeah. Uh, 
probably want to fix that. <laughs> yeah, maybe want to. Maybe you want to make an official statement. Maybe you want to. That's know, the thing that like walk back the punishment at least. Yeah. Like, again, at first, I originally thought it was just the winnings from like the one that he just won, but it was all previous winnings. It was like all previous winnings. That's from past tournaments. Yeah, yeah. No. Like, <laughs> again, I'm not upset at the idea of someone being punished because like. It was a brave thing that he did to go yeah. on that live stream and like support the riots and all of that. It was brave to make any sort of political statement at an event like that that's not about politics at all. That's not fitting with a brand image. That's not fitting with uh, the positivity of a certain event. So like it was brave of him to do that. He knew he was probably going to get punished in some way, shape, or form. I'm not upset that he got punished. I'm upset with how severe of a punishment it is and how much of an example was made of this poor kid and like those two poor announcers that yeah, again that's... had nothing to do with any of this that got fired. And I'm like, what? That's that's really baffling. They're to just me. trying to cover all their bases. They, they They're like, really eh. are. They're just trying to cut ties with the entire situation and be like, "Hey, China, uh, let us play your game here." Still, uh, we we squashed them. Is that good? The way the information travels, good? there's no way they could have thought that it would go well at all, oh, even man. by cutting ties with every like part of it. Ah, uh, I'm still gonna play the Halloween event. I hate myself. <laughs> Yeah, me too. I have enough yeah. coins I can just go in and get my skins and oh, get yeah. out. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Uh, so, yeah, that's the entire Hong Kong situation that we just talked about for, I'd say, 15 minutes. Uh, now let's move on to other video game news. So Exciting Hunter, things. Do you remember last week when Sony unofficially just casually stated, hey, cross-play's a thing now? Yep, I remember that. We talked about that. Uh, well, Sony seems to be doing a trend of not really announcing stuff. They tweeted out Tuesday morning that the PlayStation 5 will be released holiday 2020, <laughs> and that's it. That's all the fanfare he got. I'm honestly like, that's so, whoever thought about that, they're saving the company so much money, and it's working. Oh, it's saving so it's much It's working money. just as effectively. <laughs> like, that person is, like, smart. Like, oh, everyone yeah. was like, oh, why are they skipping E3? But because nowadays you can tweet out a blog post mm-hmm. and everyone knows about it. Yeah, you don't need to waste hundreds and hundreds of thousands yeah. of dollars to, like, take a studio, rent out the space, have rehearsal days, get a tech crew, create this massive hour-long presentation, Instead, you could have the game companies make the trailers and edit videos around it for a day or two and then just post that with the state of plays. Yeah, even though I did really, me and my friends used to have like E3 parties where like we would just like have someone, mm-hmm. like have everyone come over like my house mm-hmm. or something and we'd just watch all the live streams like all in like that whole day. Mm-hmm. But then everyone started getting like weird. It was like, oh, EA's is actually the week before. This is happening this oh, week. God. And I was like, okay, this doesn't, this isn't Nintendo's fun anymore. only online. EA has its own event. Sony's not doing it. EA is falling, I mean, not EA, E3 is slowly falling apart. Yeah. And then I was sort of mad that I think something released recently where they're, like, trying to invite more influencers to E3 and stuff. They're trying to turn it into more of an event for, uh, like, social media influencers and be, like, more of an experience than a game conference. I'm not ready for, like, the people that know nothing about games to be playing the brand new Mm. games. (laughs) Like, some of the examples was they want more things like Keanu Reeves showing up to hype up a game, except, like... 
they don't even necessarily want the celebrities to be in the games. They just want more celebrities to show up. Yeah. I don't uh, understand that. Corporations uh, do not understand Dumb. media hype. Whatever. It's <laughs> fine. But anyways, PlayStation Back, 5 yeah. has been officially announced now. Like, that's, that's the title. That's kind of... I mean... We all if knew they weren't gonna the call. Title. I saw an Onion article for the Onion <laughs> for the Onion Gaming like right after, and it was like it was like bad timing. Sony announces PlayStation Five, but Xbox announces PlayStation Six, <laughs> which is so funny because that's exactly the weird ass naming that Microsoft would pull. They went. It was Xbox, Xbox Three Sixty, Xbox One, Xbox One X. Oh, Microsoft! What? Yeah. Like, what is... Just learn how to name consoles. I mean, I guess I understood the name. It went over, like, a lot better than I figured. I remember there was, like, a big deal of when PS4 was going to get announced because the number four in Japan is, like, our number 13, but, like, even, like, worse. Oh, that's because... It's, like, unlucky. Uh, she, the... I took Japanese in high school. Ah. She is uh, Japanese four. That's how it's pronounced in Japan. It's also the word for death. Ah. Like, it's just flat out the, the word for death. PlayStation death? Exactly, yeah. That's kind of cool. That's why hospitals don't have the number four, is because no one wants to go to a hospital and be We're like, on... where's my son Timmy? Oh, Timmy, he is in the uh, death, death, death room. Yeah. <laughs> 444. He's right there in 444. Um, yeah, PlayStation 5. We got a new Wired article. It seems like, from the way I understand it, Sony brought a reporter from Wired, the website, over, and just for three hours, they showed them everything about the PlayStation 5, and then after the event, they were like, okay, so here's what you're going to talk about on this date. On this date, we're announcing the PlayStation 5 coming out holiday 2020. Now you can write about these features... So I'm thinking, like, in another month or two, we're going to get a third Wired article that's going to talk about more features that the console yeah, has. Yeah, that's I was I was probably assuming that there's just going to be more mm-hmm. Wired articles up until they right. they have to be doing some sort of event to like really like for like to show off the the console and stuff like that. Even if they don't go to like E3 yeah. or whatever it is, they got to like at least maybe even like a state of play type thing. They might oh, want to sure. do that. I think the only reason we didn't get anything at E3 this year is just because Sony flat out didn't have anything ready that it'd yeah. be out close It would have been like event. inappropriate for them to like try to throw out been... some of the stuff, like show their cards mm-hmm. way too early. It would have been a full video. It would have been Death Stranding out in November, and then the rest of the games they talk about would have been out in 2020. Mm-hmm. Like, they would have had nothing in 2019. I feel like it was smart of them to skip out this year. Yeah. But oh, some man. of the interesting stuff about the PS5, like, we already knew about the SSD. We, I think we yeah. talked about that on Solid one, of the, State Drive. one of the first um, episodes of mm-hmm. the podcast. It's um, now, it's confirmed backwards compatible. Mm-hmm. So like I can play my PlayStation Four games. I'm good. Yeah, or I'm, I'm glad getting that, the PlayStation Five. Yeah, I didn't even think about it, but they were uh, all the PSVR stuff is compatible with um, the mm-hmm. new console as well. Yeah, the camera so that's, and all that. That's nice. That'll be running super well now. Oh yeah. Like that'll that'll be processed pretty dang fast if the PS5 is as good as they're saying. Yeah, which I didn't even think about that because like I have a PS4 Pro and I did notice a slight because I I had my VR before I think I had my PS4 Pro mm-hmm. possibly, and I remember there being like it was able to push like a better like resolution like slightly. 
yeah. to um, uh, the headset, which I, I definitely noticed. Mm-hmm. So that was something. It's I know it's super helpful for it is VR. Yeah, you need that to look good. Yes, you do. Um, what else was talked about for it? The controller was talked about quite oh, a bit. Oh yeah, new controller with uh haptic feedback for vibration instead of the typical rumble. I'm excited for that because like if you think about it, like different things you like touch on your phone, like even like each mm-hmm. like click, you, it, you can yeah. feel like a slight like feedback to that, and I think that would be cool for like even each like button press or like those quick time events where like it's normally just oh I gotta really tap square now (laughs) (laughs) you'll actually like it might feel like it's getting harder to press I know that they have that on the triggers they said there's um some sort of resistance that they can like program into it and it's it's not like the vibrating triggers in like the Xbox One controller it's more like an actual physical resistance that it would have yeah that they can program into it interesting like I'm wondering, insane. like, what happens if that like breaks? <laughs> Your triggers just work like normal then. <laughs> you gotta pay him hundred bucks again. Yeah. Um, I was hoping they were talking about the rumble and the haptic feedback or whatever. I personally, my hope is that it'll have a similar rumble feature to the HD rumble. Oh yeah. And the Nintendo Switch Joy Cons. Because, like, that is so nice and satisfying to have. Mm-hmm. And the amount of different ways that they utilize it. Uh, is wonderful. So the the Joy-Cons have four different uh, rumble points on the controller, and Nintendo has figured out the like specific programming needed to make it feel like there are tiny little marbles in the controller. Yeah. And when you roll it side to side, you can feel them rolling across the controller, even though they don't exist. Uh, they... Because... The rumbling vibrations is just a specific frequency. They figured out the speed to basically have those things do sound effects. Like in Mario Party, whenever you collect a coin, uh, the little coin collecting sound will play from from the vibrations in the controller. There was a Kirby game where if you fully beat the Kirby game, it would just play the Kirby da 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 but it's not from a speaker. It's just from your controller vibrating. Like, th- that kind of stuff sounds insane to me, and I just want that in anything that vibrates ever. Oh, yeah. Give it to me. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no, we've gone too far. Um, yeah, PlayStation 5, I'm in. Bigger battery in the controller. Woohoo. USB-C charging, so faster. Oh, yeah, that's true. Um, get everything on USB-C now. Yeah. Just so. get everything on USB-C. Make that the new standard, please. Yeah. We need a standard, man. Let's see if if my phone decides to work now. I'm going to try to go to the Wired article, because I know I liked that. <laughs> and it is still stuck on the black screen from earlier. Great. That's nice. Thanks, Twitter. Ooh. The only thing that they left out about the controller was they didn't mention the touchpad at all. And, like, I'm thinking since the backwards compatibility is one thing that they're really, like, touting, like, hey, look, we we have PS4 backwards compatibility. You need a touchpad then for some of, like, the earlier games. That's true. Unless they're, like, willing to just miss out on some functionality. But I'm pretty sure in, like, in Killzone Shadowfall, that launch game, you had to, like, control your little robot with the touchpad. I don't think there was a way to, like reprogram it or do it optionally i'm assuming uh that because it wasn't mentioned at all i'm assuming it's still on there because i feel like we would have gotten um 
part of the post would have said something along the lines of, uh, like, by the way, the controller looks so different without the touchpad. Or yeah. if there was a massive improvement, we would have gotten, and the touchpad is brand new with this, this, and this. Yeah. I'm assuming the touchpad is just the same because mm-hmm. we didn't get anything like that from the article. The one thing I'm really surprised about is that they mentioned, like, a better speaker on the controller and I was like oh I was like that's something I turn off because I'm constantly wearing a headset so like I can't really hear that's what's coming out of the controller I never appreciate or use I mean I understand that functionality so nice. if I if I played the game mostly like not wearing a headset I mm-hmm. think it would work out like I know at least uh in games like Infamous Second Son when you drained uh your power from like different sources like so for like your neon power when you like drained it from like a neon sign you'd kind of like hear the sound as your controller like mm-hmm. vibrated like you absorbing that thing or like in GTA 5 um any calls you got on your phone would come out of the controller yeah and yeah. stuff like that or like uh, it would rain out of there too okay i found a tweet that goes through the article and it pulls out all of the main talking points that they had this time uh it's officially launching holiday 2020 so we i need have to a save year. my money now and i don't uh, have yeah. any yeah <laughs> i really want to buy it at launch so Ultra HD Blu-ray discs, uh, and no these discs <laughs> will be able to store... I care. I use discs. The discs well, will store twice as much now. They oh, store yeah. 100 gigabytes. Uh, the previous discs, the ones that we're using now, can only store 50 gigabytes. That's like I didn't realize there was something revealed uh, in The Last of Us 2 thing. It said it's going to be coming on two discs. Oh, yeah. I noticed that. And I was like, it's a whole single-player game. That's like, going to be so weird. Yeah. And then the remaster for the PlayStation 5, which we know is going to be coming, it's going to be just one disc. Well, now I'm wondering, like, is it even worth doing a remaster if you can just, like, push an update to that game to support PlayStation 5? I think it is, because that would be a weird update. They'd have to to really add something else for it to be, like, a remaster. We'll see how... I'm sure they'll figure out a way to add enough stuff to where, like, they want people to, um... Multiplayer. They're going to add multiplayer. They just add multiplayer. I... I they guess. use the year in between uh, launching the game and the remaster coming out to like fine tune and work on the multiplayer. I could see that being mm-hmm. a thing. I know they said that they had like some big multiplayer stuff that they were like, oh, hopefully we can implement this later mm-hmm. on because it's really good, but it's way too big to be in this game. Also, mm-hmm. honestly, now I'm not going to be shocked when they announce multiplayer in a year. Yeah, that's gonna yeah. Uh, so the discs are bigger, faster loading times and streaming due to the solid state drive. We talked about that before. Uh, ray tracing is supported. Ray tracing is a... Lighting technique? It's a lighting technique. So you know how if you're, if you're standing in a parking garage and the sun is off in the corner of the sky and it's shining in, you can see that point where the light, uh, bleeds in from the side, but there's still darkness, like, just above it? Ray tracing is any lighting effect like that, where you can see the rays of light coming in, basically. Or, like, real-time reflections, I think, are also, like, part of that, too. So, like, they're reflecting stuff on, like, water Mm -hmm. and, like, weird Uh, Basically, it looks pretty. Yeah. Um, And they talked about how, like, they're not spoofing this technology because that's possible as well. Oh, yeah. They are flat, like, it is implemented... In the in hardware, the hardware that the system, like the system, is able to handle this fully and do it well. Mm-hmm. So that's the, cool. the best example. If you ever wanted to look it up, is like how my like Minecraft has ray tracing, like the mods that you can see. Oh yeah, and that's like the best example to like sort of see because like mm-hmm. you can see like a normal Minecraft game and then the ray tracing when you're like this looks 
real now. Like the, the game looks completely different. <laughs> Minecraft looks real. Ooh. <laughs> real life. Uh, backwards compatible with PlayStation 4. That's my main selling point. VR compatible and a brand new UI, which I'll be interested to see. But right I now, I just hope it works better because yeah. I'm really mad because when the PS4 launched, the UI was perfect. Like I, it wasn't very sluggish at all. Like maybe mm-hmm. the store was a little bit like sluggish, but most of the time I did not have trouble like navigating the menus. Like stuff didn't take forever to load. My biggest gripe right now is I hate that there's a separate menu for all of the television streaming apps because oh, I mainly yeah. use YouTube. I hate having and you to gotta go scroll in. And you got to scroll down into that little TV thing mm-hmm. just to get to your apps. You and sometimes it doesn't load right away. Go past all the official ones like Netflix and Hulu that I'm not using right now. I just want YouTube. I hate that. And I want to make my own folder with my streaming apps. And mm-hmm. I don't want you to have one for me that doesn't load sometimes. Because I've had to like trick my system into like letting me like launch it from like I have to go all the way to my library and then go down to apps. And then launch it from there because it's faster sometimes. And that's annoying. I just remembered one feature that they did talk about in the article. Because of this new UI system and because of the solid state drive, they're able to let you specifically update or download games. Like, say there is a game that has a massive multiplayer feature and a massive single player experience. With this new console, you will be able to for the for the same game you'll be able to only have the multiplayer features downloaded or only have the single player story downloaded and that is actually very interesting and way more uh background tech stuff than i understand so i'm impressed yeah cuz we sort of got that with this generation where if you bought a game digitally you'd be able to download it would ask you hey do you want to download the single player first or the mm-hmm. multiplayer first and you got to kind of choose like what you wanted to play first and you got to play while it was downloading. Yeah. But now, if you finish that single player and you're like, I got all the trophies, like, I don't need this 50 gigabyte story on here anymore. I just want to mm-hmm. play the multiplayer. You can delete that and just keep the multiplayer mm-hmm. as its own separate thing, which I think that's perfect. Because <laughs> I'm constantly looking for space. One, uh, speaking of that, one thing that they still haven't talked about at all is how much space is going to be available on the console. That, and I'm worried about how, like, I have an external HDD, uh, like, hard mm-hmm. drive for my PS4 right now, and since everything's backwards compatible, would I be able to just plug in that hard drive into my PS5? Which I'm thinking I would, but at the same time I'm thinking, how would I, would I not be able to see any improvements because of, like, the SSD I feel like at most you would need to download a specific thing into that hard drive for the PlayStation 5 to recognize it. Because, like, when you would transfer data between Nintendo consoles, you had to specifically go into the menus for it, and they'd be like, oh, okay, let's put this on your SD card so that you're all set, and then we can transfer it like that. Uh, So I feel like you might need to do something like that for the hard drive, and it's sort of a one-time thing of then the, the... PlayStation's just like, oh, this hard drive. Yeah, I know it. We're good. Yeah. I think they'd be crazy to release the console with anything less than a terabyte. If it is 500 gigabytes... There's no way. oh, Lord, we're in trouble. There's no way. I think they should really, if it's going to be expensive anyway, just cut their losses. They lose money on consoles anyway. Just throw Mm -hmm. two terabytes in there. For sure. Like, you're giving us... I think the Xbox One X might always have two terabytes in it. I know my PS4 Hmm. Pro launched with... It only comes in, like, one terabyte. 
I, the 500 gigabytes is so constraining on PlayStation 4. It was funny because when it launched, I was like, oh, 500 gigabytes, that's a lot. Yeah. And then I didn't really realize like what that meant. Oh or Well, God. also now I think it's different for PS5 because each disc is required to be downloaded onto the console. Mm-hmm. So does that mean you'll only have to put in the disc once? I don't know. I kind of wish... I think it yes. just would. I think it wants you to put in the disc just to like verify mm-hmm. you still have the game if you have it on disc. That's fair. I love having physical copies. I wish so I like, could just buy the case I'm of games. Physical, no matter what. <laughs> I wish I could pay three dollars for just the case for my digital games. <laughs> I think that's what's gonna happen for Overwatch on Switch. I don't think there's a physical game card oh, for yeah. Overwatch. I think you just buy a case, and it has a download code in it, which I'm not against really. Yeah. Mm, no. So what are you thinking about for the price of the console? For price, I'm thinking it's going to have to be I think it's going to be more expensive than what the PS4 launched at. So probably 499, $500. I I think it's going to be somewhere between 350 and 400. And let me give you my reasoning. We thought that the Xbox One S was going to be more expensive than what it was ultimately announced to be. Ultimately it was what was it? released at do you know off the top of your head mm, i just remember 299 like 300 yeah. like, like i just remember hearing the price and be and thinking to myself oh that's like a hundred less than what i thought it was gonna but be. like that's also a second iteration of a console so True, they've but... been manufacturing that stuff for a while now but also it was a complete redesign though it was a total redesign and like a massive tech overhaul and they just they kept talking about those teraflops man i'm just thinking if Oof. the if the power increase from like the Xbox One X and like the PS4 Pro those both launched at like 4 or yeah 499 or 399 499 yeah. i think that's true but i feel like as we advance with tech the the tech starts to decrease in value as more impressive stuff gets announced. And, like, I do feel like we're getting at the point where some of the stuff, like a solid-state drive, is less expensive than it would be typically. I don't know. This is more just me hoping that it's somewhere between 350 and 400 I'm just hoping it's not above the 500 That's why I'm saying oh, 500 not. Yeah, that's fair. They definitely don't want to go into the PS3 territory again that's where that's like too. $800 or whatever. How much was the PS3? I think the PlayStation I think it, the 3 base was one was 599 Because really? Sony has scorned themselves before on... Uh, pricing a console way too high for. And then a you could argue that the success of PS4 was because it launched a hundred dollars cheaper yeah. than the Xbox. That's fair. And one of the executives, when talking about crossplay, he also mentioned something along the facts, along the lines of like, typically whenever we've been the leader of the industry, we get really arrogant and then we mess up. Yeah. So we're giving you crossplay to like humble ourselves and make sure that we don't do that. <laughs> So like it does sound like they're being aware of the mistakes that they've made in the past. So I'm I am hoping it is not uh I want it to be less than 500. I yeah. want it to be like I think I think hitting the 499 is going to be important for them just cuz like even right now like a 1 mm-hmm. terabyte PS4 Pro on Amazon is that's 3 399 right yeah, now. There so you like go. 400. Okay. So that seems that seems pretty reasonable. Yeah. Hunter, I feel like you and I should just just make all of the decisions for the video game industry. We should. I yeah. also wonder, like, I always keep thinking about what the PS5 is going to launch with. 
Oh man, I mean, it's going to have like the last you're gonna, of us to remaster. Yeah. Well, I mean, you have all of those. You have all those games you can play on PS4. So like, I'm wondering like, That's what's going to get the people to go out and buy it for stuff that you can only play on PS5. I have a gut feeling around next E3 we're going to get a trailer to the sequel for Spider-Man. I'm thinking either Spider-Man or Horizon Zero Dawn. God of War. God of War. I think God of War is maybe a, a little bit later. We have a sequel on the horizon for that game. Yeah. And they did. Uh, they started the sequel as story DLC that they were like, oh, this is too big now. This is just a full game. Yeah, and I think uh, there's some stuff in like the Wired articles, like even the, the previous one, I think they mentioned, they were like, oh, developers are going to like... We're cutting developer time, like with a new SSD and stuff. It's like mm-hmm. a lot easier to develop for. Oh, really? That's what I read oh, in that's there. Great. Well, I also know Blue Point Games and this most recent Wired article. They are the ones that were. They're mostly known for their really, really well done remasters of franchises. So, like their Shadow of the Colossus, like mm-hmm. remake. Apparently, they're making their biggest game ever for PS5. Ooh. And I'm like wondering, is that like a big biggest game ever? Is in like another remaster of like a huge franchise or is it their own game they're gonna be the ones to release final fantasy 7 <laughs> the they only started thing... last week they're gonna finish their remake <laughs> before square enix officially does that the only thing i could even possibly think of is that we haven't gotten any of the infamous games remastered and like i'm thinking they could do like a whole sucker punch collection with all the sly cooper games mm-hmm. and okay. the infamous games possibly i've never played any of any of those games I think I played a little bit of Sly Cooper Thieves in Time, which I think that's like the fourth one. I don't even Ooh. know if Sucker Punch made that one, honestly. Wow. And then I played uh, I played all the infamous games. Those were good. Speaking of speculating on games being developed, I recently, uh, in my Batman Arkham series playthrough, I have joined the Arkham subreddit on Reddit. And currently, it is a mess of a bunch of people that are eagerly waiting for the announcement people, of a new game in the series. People really want the, that new game. People really want that new game. <laughs> it's just nothing but like memes and theories. The other thing oh, is uh, Warner Brothers also, remember around this time last year, do you remember that AAA like Harry Potter MMORPG yeah. getting like leaked? Like hardcore <laughs> leaked? Like, like you saw gameplay leaked. <laughs> and we haven't heard anything. They, they, like no one said mm-hmm. anything about it either. Everyone's just like, look yep. at this cool Harry Potter game that's like coming. And then I was like, uh, this is what I've been waiting for because I'm a such huge a Harry weird Potter situation. fan. Uh, for those of you that don't know the story, because you probably don't know the story, uh, Warner Brothers Interactive, the game studio for them, they set up what sounded like a booth in a random mall in America, and they got a group of thirty-ish people into a room to like beta test and show them gameplay footage. For this new Harry Potter game that they've been, how working does this on. happen? Like, how am I not in a mall no when that idea. happens? Well, because also, if, uh, if people like me and you were in that, I'd be like, I'm leaking this right now. <laughs> <laughs> I am tweeting about this immediately. <laughs> I'm making money off of this. That's all I know. Uh, and that's exactly what happened: is someone leaked all of this information and gameplay about this Harry Potter game that is so early in development, it's insane it to think about. It looked amazing, though. I haven't seen any of it. Really? I, seen it. I just heard. I about wonder it. if you can still find it. I remember. Oh, I remember some of the videos being taken down after like a day. I mean, yeah, but it's the internet. Stuff's up there forever. Yeah. I'll find it somewhere. 
Oh, God, that's so weird. I remember people were originally thinking, they were like, is this Rocksteady's new game? Like, are they working mm. on a Harry Potter game? What has Rocksteady been doing? What Hope- have they been working on? That's hopefully what they're doing the uh, the Batman game that people want. No, because uh, the Batman game that people are talking about, they're thinking it's the same company that made Arkham Origins, ah. which is the black sheep in the series. There were four Arkham games, four main consoles. Uh, it was Asylum, City, Origins, and Night. Asylum, City, and Night were made by Rocksteady, one company, and then in between City and Night, they made another company made Origins. Like it was, you could tell it was a rework because it was part of the same map from City, but just with a new area. Yeah, I, I played through all the Arkham games mm-hmm. on PlayStation Now actually, and then yeah. I think my subscription ran out by the time I was like a couple missions into Origins, and I never went back to mm-hmm. it. <laughs> Origins is good. I personally, I don't think the gameplay is that much fun. I feel like it's pretty frustrating gameplay-wise. Uh, but the story for Origins is absolutely worth looking through. It does a lot of fun stuff with some villains. It's a lot of fun, man. And I would not be upset at getting a new game from them. I would look forward to that as well. Yeah, I think yeah. a lot of speculation is like a Court of Owls type yes. of game. That's Absolutely. I don't know give if that's going to be... It, give another secret society for Batman to fight. Why not do it? Yeah, or I know for sure, Rocksteady's got to be working on something DC-related. They have to be. Mm-hmm. Especially they have like, to be. After they saw like all the success with, I mean, Spider-Man. I mean, they've had their mm-hmm. own success in the past anyway, but like oh, once they saw Spider-Man, they were probably like, hey, we we already do that. Mm-hmm. Look, at, look at this. <laughs> for sure. Uh, well, that's a lot to look forward to, and hopefully we hear something from Blizzard about the entire situation. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully that gets resolved, because holy heck, that's insane. Also, hopefully someone else, maybe just maybe Xbox, is just all of a sudden like, should we just announce the Xbox 2 <laughs> tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> Not on like, their, their PR or team. Anything. They're just like, do we just tweet that it's coming holiday just one employee month i mean they already did that though linkedin employee is just gonna be like hey here's what i've been working on lately yeah you see he's like sony did it he's like i know what i'm gonna do he's like i'm gonna be the savior and i'm just gonna <laughs> randomly leak this stuff it's the same guy that linked the harry po- leaked the harry potter gameplay yeah. from the mall <laughs> it's just, always the same guy it's the it's one guy i'm a leaker what does NDA mean? Huh. <laughs> anyways, better finish my tweet. Not doing anything. That's what it is. <laughs> uh, but anyways, that'll do it for us this week. I've been Billy Nuttall. I'm Hunter Hannon. Uh, don't forget to watch our show on Vimeo, on the MHTV channel. Uh, and don't forget to spend some more of your downtime in the future with us. <laughs> <laughs>